Hello there, my name's Pete. This is Social Distancer. Hello. So, in the briefing today, Jonathan Van Tam made a little bit of a slip-up. He's trying to remember when they started to quarantine people coming over from Wuhan into Britain. And he said, uh, well, it was the 30th of February. And everyone has pointed out, 30th of February doesn't exist. If you want to lie to us, you've got to be like TB liar. You know, you've got to be smooth with your lies, baby. I mean, at least, you know, recognize the calendar that we've used for a good hundred or so years, if probably more. <laughs> probably getting on for a thousand, probably more. Yeah, bit of boozy. Um, and it's just like, what the fuck? This guy is the deputy medical officer for the UK. And what he's telling us to send our kids to school. So he's rightly mocked. Here it is. Here he is. Well, my recollection is we did do it before, that on the 29th of February, and then I think on the 30th of February, we announced that travellers returning from the hotspot of Wuhan and then Hubei province respectively, when they arrived in the UK, must self-isolate at home. So there he is, Jonathan Van Tam, uh, showing that even those who are skirting around, like trying to work out what can I say that is safe for me to say, amongst all of the bullshit stuff that I'm not allowed to tell the good people of the country. Uh, about what, what I will do is I'll go outside of time and space and speak of, a, of an entity that does not exist. That will clear things up. I mean, I'm, I'm not that conspiracy theorist. But you do wonder, you know, I mean, they've, they've lied about every single thing. Where the fuck is Bobo Johnson? Where is he? Where's Bojo Bonson? He is, he's, listen, he's clearly a listener, right? He thought, oh, that's a good idea. Get up, have my eggs. I won't even cook them. Uh, get my mug out. I didn't even bother to go down to the old St. James's Park today. So he's clearly getting ready for Wednesday where he's going to knock Starmer's socks off. And just you wait. Like when he's kind of not shit, all of the right-wing press will be like, oh, fantastic, he's fantastic. My God, he's so good. He had Starmer on the ropes. It was brilliant. And of course, okay, like there will be a day. I'm not saying it's Wednesday. Probably won't be Wednesday. But there will be a time in PNQs where he's like, okay. You know, <laughs> like not fucking diabolical, which he is at the moment. And it might be, um, have to wait for all his friends to come back, which is no time soon because the speaker is not interested in, in uh, you know, arranging the uh, furniture with Tories or Labour folks either. You know, it's quite difficult to social distance for those guys. And of course, none of the cabinet's children go to uh, state schools. They will go to private schools and every one of them is opening in September. So isn't that funny? Yeah, absolutely hilarious. Uh, anyway, so we've got this situation whereby they're lying about 
you know, every single thing, number 10. They're even lying about the health of the Prime Minister. You know, they were lying about how he was. They were saying, oh, no, he's up. He's, he's like, you know, reading his red boxes in bed when he was at St. Thomas's. And then the next day, he's in uh, the ICU, you know. You think, well, for fuck's sake, like, you can't have it both. You can't have, you can't say he's okay, he's on top of things. He's still leading the government. And at the same time say uh, he needs to be in the ICU. And the, you know, there was a plan um, to, like, you know, what do we do if this guy dies, you know? I mean, for fuck's sake, they're not very good at lying, are they, these people? Anyway, um, so they are lying about that. And the question is, like, where is he, you know? Nicola Sturgeon, most of the times, I think there's a few times when she hasn't done it, but basically every day, you know, bar a few, she's out there, she's giving it her all, you know, the, the briefing, and you want that sense of continuity. Not that I want to see Bojo, but it's bizarre that you like, oh, who's it going to be today? Is it going to be the business secretary? Is it going to be Priti Patel? Is it going to be, um, you know, some other dude? Rob today. Is it going to be Hancock? Is it going to be, who is it going to be? Jenrick. You know, who's it going to be? There's no sense of um, consistency, you know? And it adds to this idea that they're all over the place. And clearly they are all over the place because they just don't have a handle on this at all. So today they added the, um, you know, if you can't smell and if you can't taste, that's one of the symptoms of COVID-19. But they didn't add fatigue or they didn't add, you know, those are the other ones. Um, and somebody that's running the app that's been used by about a million and a half people from King's College London, where you, every day you kind of say how you are and if you're not feeling great, what are your symptoms? They are saying that there's about 14 symptoms and the WHO have got 13 symptoms lifted listed and you know most governments including the US who are you know not exactly exemplars in this area they are updating their list of symptoms like you know obviously the more you get to know about the disease the better you could advise the public public health England have not done this they've known about the lack of test uh, taste and smell like everyone has for for weeks and weeks you know they were told about that two months ago by King's College London. They were saying, oh, look, we're getting this consistently. We're getting people reporting, you know, this is one of the um, symptoms. And they think that the reason why they didn't publish it until, like, uh, list it as a symptom until now is because there's no tests. And today they said, if you've got a symptom, including this new one, and you're over five then you can go and get a test. And they're saying there's about 50 to 70, the King's College London guy, his name is Spector, Timothy Spector, Professor Timothy Spector, says that he's estimating about, well, not estimating, and it's like being reported from the 1.5 million people using his app, 50 to 70,000 people have got the thing they would, if they had a test, they'd test positive. So they've got it, and but they're not um, being tested because they don't have uh, fever or they, and they don't have a dry cough. You know, they've got the other symptoms. 
extraordinary. I mean, this is like another, like every single fucking thing, you know, every single thing. And you even begin to start to think, like, you know, clap for carers. I was never on board with that and I could never really kind of get my head around it until I read out that thing yesterday, but, you know, brilliantly articulate. And, like, it's not my place to say what he said, obviously, you know. I'm not working on the front line, like, by any stretch of the imagination, you know. But I, like, I, I, I hate all that fucking, you know, rally around the flag. All that bullshit, you know, get the fucking queen on, you know. We will meet again. Fuck you. Anyway, as you can tell, I don't like that kind of stuff. So, yeah. You know, where are we now? Well, there's a couple of good things coming out of it. Uh, Spain has introduced a... Well, it's being reported as a UBI, Universal Basic Income. It's nothing of the sort because it's not universal. But it will probably reach about a million people of the, the kind of lowest paid people in Spain and people with no work and it's around about I think around about 410 pounds a month which is you know good not to be sniffed at so that's good and Italy has got a similar thing but it's linked to training kind of retraining so not you know not UBI at all but kind of going in the right direction you know so that's quite nice so yeah there's this big question what is going on with Boris Johnson I think he's the kind of personality type that would like to be all over the reporting of the stuff you know basically the guy's an egotist you know and there's something odd about him basically like not around like where is he I know he's just had a little baby but it's not that he doesn't stick around normally when the, maybe he's left Maybe he's just gone. <laughs> I think, oh, fucking hell, he's gone. He's fucking gone. He, you know, had sex with this woman, like, decades younger than him. Jesus, she got pregnant, for fuck's sake. Like, he's the Prime Minister now, you know? It's not going to look good. And he just bottled it. He thought, oh, I'm, I'm out of here. Maybe that's what's happened. But he'll, hopefully he'll be back for Wednesday. Hopefully. So, yeah, funny, interesting day again, you know, this, every single area of this is just an inquiry waiting to happen, basically, you know, and um, Chris Giles is now uh, with the, there's 51, over 51,000 excess deaths, the ONS figures come out tomorrow and he reckons it's going to be about another 6,000 excess deaths. And he's estimating, uh, as of today, it's just over 62,000. So the the estimation is just for the kind of, you know, the lag, the 11-day lag since the last ONS figure, um, like, you know, reached the date of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, what I mean. Well, listen, I'm going to play a little bit of bird call now because I went out... Uh, into my kind of yard earlier with my son and we heard the bird call we've had one of those funny days we're just working really quite a lot of work our work is cool like they're great you know really good but the actual doing the work is work you know what I mean so um, 
yeah, a bit of a funny day, a bit of a kind of nothing day, really, in a way. Anyway, we'll see what tomorrow brings, and um, hope you're all keeping safe. Thank you ever so much for your continual support, and for contacting me, and uh, happy birthday if it's your birthday soon, and uh, happy birthday if it's your birthday just gone, happy birthday. This is birthday time, isn't it? Yeah. Every time is birthday time. All right, take care.